0: We are not getting a divorce. We are not getting a divorce. Super
1: Divorce. Super Divorce Supercast. Hello. Hello. We live? Yep, we're live. Well, hey, everybody. Pay attention Dale. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to. <laughs> uh, hey, it's Nicholas Blarge, vocalist. Dale on bass. Bender on
0: drums. Bob is on his way. He's stuck in traffic. Really bad traffic because Lebanon's... They have a lot of parades. Yeah, there's a
1: big Christmas parade here in town today. And uh, Bob is caught in the crossfire.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He somehow didn't know about it. Of course, I didn't know about it either. When I was driving in today, coming down 48, there was a big, like, road closed uh, ahead sign, like, up to fairgrounds or whatever. And I was like, ah... Shit, well, I'm going to take a chance anyways, and I just kept driving, and there, it wasn't closed yet. I just got here anyways. It's like, thanks for the giant flashing sign. That was a lie. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like if you
1: live in, live in Lebanon, you should know about the Christmas parade today. That's true, and I, so, I don't live in
0: Lebanon, so Bob, I
1: have an excuse. Yeah, I didn't know about it either. Bob works at the local bank. I'm sure oh. people were talking about it. <laughs> there were signs all over town. Quite the buzz. <laughs> yeah, quite the buzz. It's quite the big deal here in Lebanon.
0: He obviously doesn't pay attention.
1: No. Christmas parade. Yeah. They've got horses and uh, horse-drawn carriages. Are there floats? Is, yeah, this, is this a float horse parade? Horse <laughs> <is, laughs> activities. Um, there might be some floats. Like I, uh, minor, minor floats? Yeah. It's at night. They do oh, it. Okay. And then the horses come through the Clydesdales yeah. and uh, Santa Claus is waving to people and It's very festive.
0: A small uh, small town version of the uh, Christmas Parade in A Christmas Story? Yeah. Alright, I can dig it.
1: Yeah, very festive. I went uh, last year, obviously tonight we are doing this, and then we have a show.
0: Woo, show! Mm. Mm Mhm. Excited about that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, um, that's what's going on with us tonight, and uh, we're going to be playing at Hank's Pub with... Mike Sandy and Kid Stardust.
0: So excited to see Kid Stardust again. Yeah, they're really good. hmm
1: Yep. And so. I'm pumped
0: to hear Mike since we couldn't the last yeah, time. Yeah, we had to take off. Do you work tomorrow? I do. You do? Big old. Well, I luckily tomorrow I only work 6 a.m. to 11 a.m. Mm. Short-ass shift. <laughs> so. 6 a.m. though. No, that's rough. <laughs> I'll either sleep <laughs> for like two hours or I just won't go to bed and just pound out the shift and then sleep when I get home. You're I've been
1: waking up you. at six most days. Yeah, Jesse told me that. Yeah, like, Trying to bust my ass into a new routine. Really? Yeah. Give myself uh, a Saturday and Sunday to sleep in, but I've been waking up at six and going immediately to the Y in the morning and then coming home and doing housework and such. So it's good, good because uh, hey. it gives you a chance to uh, get started strong, you know. Yeah, uh, I, I like. Day going. Yeah, <laughs> and that's Bob trying to get my dog Warrior out of the room.
0: Uh, there you go. Okay. <clears throat> Much this quicker than we anticipated. Is
1: officially the first time all four of us have been in the room while a yeah. podcast is happening. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Bob, you might want to grab a chair, um, okay? Because there is not one. Uh, <laughs> 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 we did not plan ahead. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. No yeah. problem. Uh, I'm always thinking of
0: you. So,
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, any other news with us? We are, uh, we've been uh, sort of going through the mixes on our album that we're, uh, that we're waiting on.
0: Sound fucking uh, good. Yeah.
1: yeah, everything's sounding great so far. Um, we've gotten five songs so far. Uh, they're not finalized, but uh, everything is sounding wonderful so far. So can't wait to get those finished up.
0: Definitely. Yeah.
1: Kirby's doing a great job. Oh he yeah, is. Kirby's doing a fantastic job. Yeah, Kirby, if you hear this, you're doing a wonderful job, man. We appreciate yep. it. Keep it up. Appreciate <laughs> you. All right. Well, let's see. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we do an artist searchlight here? Artist searchlight. <laughs> That's right. Probably renamed it. Yeah. Um. So, uh, since Bob just sat down, Bob, why don't you uh search for an artist and. We'll talk about them. Well, I've been listening to a lot of He is Legend lately, so what about them? The searchlights landed on He is Legend. (laughs) He is Legend. Artist Ah, searchlight. Huge fan. Huge fan of He is Legend. Yeah. I think uh, they're one of those bands that um, every album they put out is fantastic and. Uh, With me, um, I started with I Am Hollywood, which was their first major release, as far as I know. Mm -hmm. Um, They could have had, like, smaller EPs or something before that, but... There was was an EP before that. Was Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. it's really good. Is it good? good. (laughs) (laughs) It's very good. Alright, but I Am Hollywood's the one I first heard, and then um, their follow-up record to that Suck Out the Poison... Took me a while to warm up to it, but when I did, um, it became equal to or greater than um, I Am Hollywood in my reckoning. And then they they took kind of a long break after that album wasn't so well-received by people like me who (laughs) judged it too quickly (laughs) and uh, were wanting another I Am Hollywood and didn't get one. but they followed it up with It Hates You, which is a really, really solid rock record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love um, the name of that album, too. Yeah. <laughs> it Hates You. It, it also, it, I feel like it uh, it really drove home the fact, though, that they were not um, pandering yeah. to any of the <laughs> I Am Hollywood fans, you know? Yeah, right. Because, like you said, it is, it is a rock album. Mm-hmm. It's not a scene album by any means, no. you know? it's. It is a hard rock album, and it's really fucking good, though. Yeah. and uh, It's what hard rock should be, but yeah. isn't. Yeah. And we've had many conversations about how there's some cuts off that album that could be, you know, hard rock staples on yeah. the radio if people knew what the fuck they were doing. <laughs> yeah. but <they'd laughs> Instead, rather... we get Five Finger Death Punch and fucking Volbeat <laughs> when you could have He Is Legend burning it up, you know, mm-hmm. driving hard rock to where it needs to go in this, in this uh, you know, time period, and it's just not happening. And the same thing with their most recent record, Heavy Fruit, even though it's a little bit more atmospheric mm-hmm. and um, kind of uh, spacey at certain points, there's some hooks on that album that really really make you think man this could be a fucking radio rock something witchy could have been oh dude a radio hit yeah in my opinion. i played it on my radio show last week actually Did you? Yeah. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> you know, well yeah. now it is a radio hit. yeah <laughs> so. it's one of those where you go man i want to listen to he is legend right now mm-hmm. and then you have that 20 minute dilemma of which record you want to listen to <laughs> you're like fuck which one you know because yeah, they're all different it's right perfect they each give you something unique uh to the specific record you know i am hollywood's a little bit more like you said kind of a scene not quite cuz they're more intricate than that i would hate to lump them in with other scene bands from the early 2000s but it gives you that feeling at certain points they do a lot of the screaming and breakdowny stuff but and then It Hates You is a straight up filthy southern rock, you know, masterpiece that just blows your dick off. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: The, uh, the song um, Mushroom River
1: off Suck Out the Poison is seriously one of the heaviest things I've yeah. ever heard. It yeah. is unbelievable. I love that song. That, yeah. uh, that album is th- something I always throw on uh, right around fall time when it starts getting cool out. I always like listening to that on the way to Haunted Houses, and Mm I think it really captures the Halloween spirit. Yeah. So. And uh, He is Legend recently ran a a very successful Indiegogo campaign. Yeah. Where they, I mean, they raised the money almost immediately, Mm -hmm. and I just saw them update their status like, we go in the studio tomorrow. So it was a really quick... Start the go go and the go go process because it just blew doors down and got them where yeah. they needed to be. So they're still relevant as fuck. Mm-hmm. You know, still got a very strong, dedicated fan base that's willing to put up money to hear more. He is legend albums and that's what you need. You just need the dedicated right. following. You know, yeah. it's better to have that than to have just instant massive success. With one song, and then have people just kind of forget about you, right? Yeah, because Weezer proved that. Yeah, with, with everywhere, everything will be all right in the end. Because mm-hmm. not a commercial success, but as long as they have fans that aren't these fair weather dickheads that jump off the bandwagon at the first sign of yeah, oh, they're losing it. You know, like I really wonder how <laughs> successful a Clay Aiken indie go would be. <laughs> Probably yeah. not Mary. <laughs> like, I <you> know Clay <laughs> Ruben Stutter, and yeah, of all the artists you could pick. And I feel like no. I feel like those two
0: examples only serve to show our age a little bit. Yeah. like
1: When we have to try to
0: think of American Idol people, it's and like the, only the ones, ones we can the first think three of three it. seasons. Yeah. <laughs> it's been on Ruben for like 15 years. Clay he well Clay yeah, Chris Aiken. Chris Daughtry. Yeah, <laughs> There you go. No,
1: Chris, uh, or what was his name? No, uh, sorry, Clay Aiken. He had the one big song, uh, If I Was Invisible. Remember that one? No. I don't remember he didn't Clay Aiken win having yeah. it It was yeah. his one hit song. He was a runner. It was runner on the radio. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah. I don't remember. It was about being invisible, if he was invisible. He would just think- watch you while you sleep and cre- kind of creepy <laughs> shit. <laughs> I, don't remember the- I think he's a realtor now. He's a he's a realtor. He's a, he sells real estate these days. He just like he I gave remember- up on music and now he works for. Uh, Coldwell Banker Oh And he, he's a damn fine realtor <laughs> he, uh, he always reminded me of uh, Joel Osteen A little bit <laughs> <laughs> I could see them palling around a little bit yeah. Except Joel Osteen hates gay people Yeah, so oh, yeah. I was that uh, Gay Aiken Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, He might not get along with good old Joel uh, Yeah then again, Joel Osteen may be a closet homosexual, so they could, he they could get along. That's purely speculation, though. <laughs> no, that's fact. <laughs> okay. Well, total fact. That's fact. Not I, that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. But Joel thing. Osteen is a piece of shit. Well, so. he would be hypocritical if he were a gay man. Absolutely. <laughs> well, he, he would be a I'm shitty gay, sure gay man. I'm pretty sure he's hypocritical now. But yeah. look at all the senators who are against gay marriage and get caught... Uh, soliciting transgender hookers and stuff. Yeah. I mean, trying to... Do what was the that. one guy? He he didn't, like, kind of... He was tapping, doing, the, tapping foot. the foot under the, yeah. the bathroom uh, stall door or something. That's the signal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you just, you just see a foot kind of come underneath yeah. and start tapping. Like a
1: nice business shoe. Yeah. Very uh, slick and... High-end, uh, uh, shined shoe. Maybe yeah. shine just that morning. Maybe you can smell the shoe shine a little bit, possibly see a little bit of your reflection in it, Mm -hmm. and it just gentle tap, tap, tap. (laughs) That's when you know. That's Mm -hmm. when you got to make the decision whether you're going to get involved in some uh, man-on-man action in a bathroom stall, when you could just fucking go on a dating site and get a boyfriend. I I wonder what the uh, signal is, back, do you tap back? I would imagine you probably t- take your foot and touch theirs a little bit. A little maybe, foot play. Maybe you tap back with your hand. Maybe you tap touch the, the foot shoe foot. with your hand. If you of. can reach, it depends. Some of those stalls have a lot of room. Yeah. If you're in the handicap stall, that might be quite a reach. <laughs> so. Maybe there's like a wand that you're supposed to carry. Yeah. <laughs> like a grabber. <laughs> yeah, <a> grabber. <laughs> a good so you don't have to bend over all that way. You just yeah. reach out and kind of clamp it. You, on the float. You clamp the shoe yeah. and pull it underneath your stall. Yeah, and then yeah. they have to come part into of the leg. Yeah, comes under. <laughs> yeah. Do you remove yeah. the shoe and maybe? Yeah, see, I, mean, I don't know how kinky no. this gets. Yeah, Is you the take foot play and ball, well, the shoe or? comes. You're sitting there taking a shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then you see. I would imagine you'd want to wipe up first, yeah, before yeah. any of this goes down. But you—what if you taps prematurely and you're like, uh, "Give me a minute." What? Is there a pause tap where you're like, "Hey, hold on, I gotta clean up over here first. Well, you're we using can... the grabber, so then you just grab lightly and then pull your grabber back, and that so the light grab them, <laughs> that tells them to hold on a sec. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you're done. Obviously, they hear the toilet flush. Yeah, and then you grab the shoe hard with your grabber and kind of tug the shoe off yeah. and bring it into your side. Uh huh. So they have to come underneath the stall door to get your to sh- get their shoe, shoe back. And, and then, then they then um, decide where to go from there. Yeah, or maybe once you grab the shoe, they have like a, a buzz saw that they saw <laughs> the saw they saw a door into the uh, the partition. Or a glory hole. They could create a, a glory hole real quick. You could. I was being a little more destructive in okay. my <laughs> Okay. Because <laughs> you are just so excited. You just saw a, a door-shaped hole and just yeah. rip it off. and Yeah. You, you maybe kick through. it in. Wow. You kick it in with your uh, your stocking feet. foot. Yeah. <laughs> Business socked foot. Because <laughs> that's... I mean, I'm going to steal a Seinfeld line here. I'm going to kind of mix it with what we're talking about, but when you're in a room with a revolting stench, that's when you want to spend the most time possible <laughs> and then also make have sex with another man in yeah. that stench room. <laughs> mm-hmm. Stench-filled dungeon. Yeah. Not to mention it's a public restroom, so there could be other restroom goers coming in, so you'd have to... I'd imagine it's kind of like a cat and mouse game where you're you're trying to stay quiet during your orgasm, you know, mm-hmm. while you're getting it on with this complete stranger <laughs> in a stall, and hoping that others, other other um, restroom goers don't notice that there's two men getting it on. Not to mention uh, the fact that someone was just uh, sawing the <laughs> partition. <laughs> <path. laughs> That'd have to be discreet, too. But then again, they're senators, so they might have, you know, some men on the inside to get them some fancy uh, uh, gadgetry, you know? Well, I was also thinking maybe they've got security outside, making sure no one else comes in. Okay, so Secret Service is in on the yeah on the bone. You know. so maybe um, <laughs> if uh, if the transaction maybe. begins and you know mm-hmm. it's going down, then the senator would just text his security outside and that hey. would let them know don't let anyone else come yeah. in right now because I just found a guy the the and text would be under D-N-D. DND. do not disturb <laughs> <laughs> and that that sends a little maybe the the uh, the text alert on the security officer's phone is a little different for the DND text. hmm So instead of instead of you know, instead of buzzing where he thinks it's a an emergency, it goes like uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he knows. Or like a maybe since it's not a woman, maybe it's more like a fuck yeah <laughs> Like a growly, manly uh, sex noise there. Or maybe the Peter North, nice. Ogre. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Many different ones to choose from. Yeah. Maybe he chooses which which uh, word to send to the guard as soon as he meets the guy. Yeah. So he gets a good look at him, and if he's a bear, you get the fuck yeah. Yeah. And then if he's kind of an effeminate. Mm-hmm. Maybe if it's a uh, a transvestite mm-hmm. Which in that case Aren't you just trying to have your cake And eat it too You, yeah. know? you yeah. want the D But you also want a pair of boobies mm-hmm. To go along with it well, I guess yeah, want the best of both worlds yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And the dick is the best <laughs> The perfect sex uh, Object has a dick And tits Yeah <laughs> Not into that. No, no, yeah. I I, well, I I thought of like the uh, the sound for like a nuclear meltdown. What kind uh. of person would that have to be? Like
0: a, you know, may- like the uh, what maybe that said, would be a
1: really ugly dude. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't gotten your rocks off in so long that you're willing to just throw the attraction aspect out the window. Yeah. And you see, like you know, George Went is in the stall next to you. <laughs> And you're like, ah, oh, you know what I, also, hold on. I You know, I'll I just com- have to, I guess. We'll I have to this. comment on that. Okay, you think George Wentz? No, to... I. Yeah, <laughs> no, he, Bender had brought up showing our age by talking about Clay Aiken and Ruben stutter. and I just had to imagine anyone like I don't know <laughs> under thirty. That was a George Wentz. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, For those of you who don't know, George Went is uh, Norm from Cheers. Yeah, uh, if they know what Cheers if is, if you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> also, they can Google uh, Cheers. Ted Danson. Um, yeah, Kirstie Alley. Uh, uh, or the girl before Kirstie Alley. Yeah, I don't uh, remember her. Shelly Long. Yeah, she, and, was, uh, she was attractive. Rhea Perlman. Yep, yep. Danny DeVito married Rhea. Roman. Yeah. Which and, is, uh, uh, they were in Matilda together. Hollywood power couple there. Power couple. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I would just say Hollywood couple. <laughs> give them the power rating. Pearl Vito. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and hold on, we have to mention um, what's his name? Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people don't know well, if you even know what Frazier is cuz Frazier yeah. had a long run but still I feel like Cosby been off of Cheers which is you know, he should have had a talk show called Grammatically Correct. <laughs> <laughs> he should. <laughs> Could have followed up Politically Incorrect. Yeah. Grammatically Correct. Yeah. With guests CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> um I like Kelsey Grammer. I I, so. I, I, I don't want to jump on... I feel like he, he might be a polarizing figure in Hollywood. but He's uh, like the John Cena of... Uh. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> He's not that kind of... <clears throat> John Cena's like Nickelback. Yeah. It's like... Yeah, he can put a good song together, but man, does he suck.
0: <laughs> 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 but I
1: don't think John Cena's as bad as Nickelback is, because no. I've actually enjoyed John Cena's matches up leading up to his hiatus that he's on right now. I enjoyed so. the first Nickelback song I heard, full disclosure. <laughs> Which song? Really. Um, whatever their first big single was. Uh, yeah, I'm not I saying that, that one. One. I'm still jamming it to this day, but no. I remember... Um, Being, like, in whatever, yeah. ninth grade well, and can't hearing it. Well, you
0: can't blame me. We all... I,
1: I think I had it on a mixed CD. Yeah. Obviously, then,
0: somebody out there is listening to Nickelback. Yeah. yeah. Like, They're huge. It's not like you. Yeah, so oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah, that's it. One <laughs> way, well, no different story. <laughs> yeah, I
1: know. One. And then I remember Sum 41 covered it, and that made it kind of even cooler. I never heard that. I never heard that either. Sum 41, they didn't record it or anything, but they performed <laughs> it on some... MTV special or something. And you could. I remember I downloaded it on Kazaa hmm. and uh, had that on a mix CD where some 41s covering Nickelback in a in a pop punk style too. So I think the worst song I ever put on a mix <laughs> CD. I made a, a workout mix CD in high school and I put Kane's theme song when <laughs> Finger Eleven performed it. Oh man. I don't even know what that is, but well, that's bad. If you want to hear an awful song, then that, check that out. Is it, is it any worse than Disturbed's take on Stone Cold's theme? It's. I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably the worst thing that's ever happened to a wrestling theme. <laughs> that's awesome. That's yeah. That's real bad. But maybe we just need to liberate our minds. Yeah. Li- <laughs> I had. I had, oh man, I had a lot of Disturbed oh, on my Jesus. workout CDs. Mm. Not I had good, Trapped no. on a lot of them, too. Oh, I couldn't Ooh. stand Trapped <laughs> <laughs> Headstrong <laughs> was <laughs> okay. <laughs> Boom, <But laughs> I, I never liked Disturbed. Godsmack. Mm-hmm. Fucking, uh, yeah. Yeah. Awful stuff. Mm-hmm. All my so, friends in so high school bad.
0: were into that stuff, and I was mm-hmm. not. I never
1: well, I wasn't... In high school when I was listening to this. It was like 6th grade. That was a dark time for me. And then the first time I heard Taken Back Sunday is what converted me into what made me who I am today, honestly. I heard Timberwolves at New Jersey. Prior to that, I'd heard Blink and stuff, so I was already kind of making the transition. But the first time I heard Timberwolves at New Jersey, I was like, holy shit. Like that. That song still gets me every time. Does it turn you into a TT Boy? <laughs> yeah. I was hoping to make it here before TT Boys through this goddamn. You
0: did, because we just spent 30 minutes talking about. Oh, yeah, He is Legend is awesome. <laughs> oh, they're so good. Check out Heavy Fruit if you haven't. It's their new album. I <laughs> forgot.
1: There's a song on there that's legitimately. It has a part that's the heaviest thing I've ever heard in any song. What is that? I don't know what the title of it is. Because hmm. usually I listen to the album front to back when I listen to it. And track by track isn't hmm. something I pay yeah. attention to. I'm but the same way. There's a moment on that album where if you're not listening on some quality headphones, it'll just fuck your shit up. It'll just <laughs> it'll like <laughs> blow everything up. But if you have a good... Quality speaker or some good headphones. Listen to Heavy Fruit, and you'll know the part I'm talking about. I don't know what the fuck tuning they're in, mm-hmm. but it's seriously the lowest and heaviest thing. I haven't heard anything off that album. Oh man, some it's really good. Check it thing. out and check out He Is Legend. Yep. Uh, Artist Searchlight. Yep. <laughs> We've opened for He Is Legend too, so yeah, that's we have cool. twice. Well, Nick and I have. Oh yeah, I have. Oh yeah, was there? was there for the second time. T.T. Boys, hey! Here's the first one: Peking Duck. <laughs> Fan edits Wikipedia page to get backstage with band.
0: Did you hear saw, about this? I did. Yeah, I, 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 read did a, I read this story. Yeah. Hilarious. I, I don't know who the band is though. There's some. They're like an electronic band. Like I don't know why you just want to meet an electronic <laughs> band. But apparently it depends Depends on who they are. But yeah, but I don't know who Peking Duck is. (laughs) No,
1: big enough to have to edit their Wikipedia page (laughs) to make it look like you were related to them. That's what the guy did. And then he showed the Wikipedia page to to the security security and they let him in. Mm -hmm. (laughs) See. It's it's funny in theory, and it sounds like it'd be a cool premise, like a part of a movie. Yeah. Like a a Pineapple Express type deal where they're like, oh, we gotta get backstage, and they're all high, and they're <laughs> like, let's edit the Wikipedia page and get in. But I hate to let the terrorists win on this one, <laughs> but think about how easy that would be for just some dickhead to do that and get in and just blow their brains out, you know? Yeah, crazed fan. yeah. Yeah, that's, you know... Well, I'm sure Somebody now... Thing up is,
0: the thing is, now it's happened once. It won't work again. Yeah, yeah that that's true. That was a one-time thing. Yep. And that and that the guy, guy
1: didn't blow their brains <laughs> out. Yeah, he so just kudos went... kudos to him. He just went
0: back and was just like, oh, hey, you want to have some drinks? And they, I think they like hung out with him all night, yeah. practically. Pretty and then he was just like, cool, thanks for letting me hang, and then left.
1: <laughs> yeah, so no one hurt, no one uh, maimed or slaughtered that's, so that's uh good. it's a it's a harmless prank <laughs> <laughs> Walmart retailer sues Puerto Rican government over tax increase Walmart yeah. suing the Puerto Rican government okay really well <laughs> what does Walmart need more money for <laughs> like really <laughs> yeah uh, so fuck Walmart um Fuck anything that they do or want to do, and seriously, I hope the entire family that owns Walmart burns alive. It's the Walton family. Yeah. So. Fuck those guys. <laughs> seriously, fuck just all. fuck them all. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Say what you want about Puerto Rico, but they had the balls to be like, when the U.S. was like, hey, you want to be a state? They were like, nope. Mm-hmm. So... That's pretty cool, you know, That's That's, takes some guts to not do that. I don't don't know much else about Puerto Rico. (laughs) They didn't sell out. They didn't sell out, right, (laughs) yeah. That's like uh, if Kenny Omega got offered a WWE contract and he was like, ah, I'm good in Japan. Which I'm sure has happened. Probably, Yeah. i give them a suck it and then move on. That's what Puerto Rico did to us. They gave us a nice suck it and said, nope, we'll just stay Puerto Rico. Alright, so we're saying fuck Walmart. Yeah. (laughs) Very rarely do do I shop there, only when I absolutely have to. Kroger is slightly less evil because their workers are unionized and they actually treat them okay kind of but walmart, walmart just thing. has a thing where you can get anything you want at any time of day or mm-hmm. night and so you That's know it's the convenience factor that puts small businesses out of business yeah i mean it fucks the local infrastructure up wherever it goes well not only that they can sell things much cheaper mm-hmm. um because of their stranglehold they have you know on yep. distribution and such you know sell to us uh, at a lower price or else we won't distribute your products. Yep. Um, and then they do and then Walmart can sell them cheaper than anyone else in town and uh, you run everyone out of business. So what we have is terrorists going into music venues and killing music fans instead of fucking burning down Walmarts <coughs> and stuff like Yeah. That. Can't we can't they direct their hatred at something that's actually evil, you know? Mm-hmm. Like not no. that I'm encouraging people to burn down Walmarts, but no. I think we'd be less pissed off if if like Walmart was blown up. Nobody was hurt but Walmart that'd took be, a yeah, hit, you that'd know? Be the, like, uh, that'd be the ideal situation. Right. You uh, I guess that's the difference. Some terrorists have a little class. <laughs> <laughs> I think Do they? I, I think these terrorists should watch Fight Club. I mean, look at uh Look at, uh, what the fuck's the terrorist organization? Project Mayhem. Project Mayhem. (laughs) Fucking A. Let's, uh, you know, do something worthwhile with your terrorism, you (laughs) fucking assholes.
0: (laughs) If (laughs) you're going to terrorize, terrorize responsibly. Yeah, terrorize
1: (laughs) fucking you know, shut down all the credit card companies so we can start over again and say, fuck all this wealth inequality shit. I mean, do something worthwhile with your bullshit. Don't kill innocent people. Terrorism. PSA. (laughs) 2015. Carrie Fisher. You need some terrorism reform. (laughs) We got Carrie Fisher in the news. Uh Trending. Actress says banning Princess Leia Bikini stupid. Yeah, she's right. She yeah, is. she is. <laughs> we were talking about this earlier before we started the
0: cast and I it's just silly. It's just yeah. it's silly to try to erase mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, and
1: Nick and I have had many private conversations about how we're kind of becoming the old man liberals where we're, we are progressive at, at times, but when it comes to this PC bullshit where, you know... Everyone's try- triggered by everything. Yeah, and we're we're so goddamn sensitive about stuff. That's yeah. where the, you know, the... It's just, you have to draw the line somewhere where well, yeah. you're just... Jesus. Well, everyone's a uh, self-diagnosed PTSD <laughs> yeah. victim now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I saw no. Princess Leia in a bikini and knew that I could never achieve that figure, so I cut myself. Now, like, I was triggered. On. I was triggered by it. Yeah. No, uh, seeing something and feeling uncomfortable right. or uh, having feelings against it does not mean you're triggered. She wore no. that shit uh, with
0: pride, too. Yeah, yeah well, and
1: <laughs> and not to mention, yeah, exactly. Are we gonna just outlaw beauty? Yeah. J- just so that ugly people don't. Feel ugly. There's no fearier. such thing as ugly anymore, Bob. I'm okay. pretty sure I, I read. Can't say that. <laughs> I, I, I read
0: or saw once they were talking to Carrie Fisher about wearing the bikini, and she was talking about how it, as like metal, uh-huh. like it didn't conform to her really whatsoever. So she was like, that whole time we're filming that scene, so pretty much everyone behind her just got had like full full view at different, however she was sitting or whatever, she was like, I'm pretty sure C-3PO could just see everything (laughs) all the time, (laughs) because it didn't, it didn't actually conform to her body or whatever, but she was just like, but what? Like, it happened, and she, and she, she's, like, I think she wore that, that outfit with pride.
1: Who wouldn't with that body? Yeah. I mean, come on. Holy shit. (laughs) Look at Carrie Fisher now. You don't think that was one of the highlights of her career, you know? She's never going to look like that again. <laughs>
0: I mean, she's older. <laughs> she's older. <laughs>
1: so, she could, yeah. But then again, on the other side of the coin, she was complaining that that the the studio wanted her to lose weight for The Force Awakens. and She did it, though. She did it, number one. And number two... She's a general in the movie. Yeah. You're going to have a fat general who looks like she sits around eating potato chips all day long? I yeah. mean, it just doesn't suit the character to be old and
0: fat and out of shape. It's I mean, like old, Mon, yes, but... It's like Mon Mothma, definitely not the sex symbol of the Star Wars yeah, universe. Yeah, but also not morbidly all, obese. Yeah, exactly. Not
1: that Carrie Fisher was morbidly obese. <laughs> yeah, but, she was not. <laughs> but... You know, she would be staying fit to be part of that resistance. I mean, it's just... It's part of the character. Why not just recast Melissa McCarthy as fucking Princess Leia and call it a day and just be like, you know, fat people matter too. Whatever, dude. All
0: I gotta say is I just want to try to track down... It shouldn't be very hard, but I want to get a... A slave Leia Black series figure in my possession yeah. before they are quote unquote banned. Yeah, banned. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, kids are gonna have trouble having their first erections these days. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, I mean,
0: pretty sure. Think about it. Pretty sure Ray in the new Star Wars film is never gonna be a slave Ray. Right
1: which is cool cuz it's a different story but what's done is done. Yeah, I mean, why ban something that's already Are they going to go in and CGI more clothes back we on? We talked about I mean... that earlier too. We're <laughs> just Set like I'm like, special, special edition. I
0: would be really, really upset if they were if Disney re-released the films with a CGI cloak over slave Leia. Yeah. But I highly doubt I'm going yeah,
1: like to I'm going to foreshadow right now. There's something on my mind that I can't wait to talk about when we get to the movie segment. <laughs> but I know we still got a little ways to go. Right now we've got to get to Super Divorce Don't Know Shit. We don't know <laughs> shit about something. What don't But we it know looks shit like about. it looks like Nick was looking for this for a while, so tonight we don't know shit about Wilmot to retire.
0: retire? <laughs>
1: Wilmot, to retire. Timothy Wilmot, Maple Extension Specialist, retired on November thirtieth, 2015, after 29 years of service at the University of Vermont Proctor Maple Research Center.
0: I thought that's we, all we get. That's what that's you get. That's all we get. So let's talk about how this is He's going to... He's a maple extender? uh yeah. Um, does that mean he gives maple trees boners and then extra you know like extends their? Boner? It looks like what he's he a does. maple a maple extension
1: specialist. Yeah. So he. It like, looks
0: like what he does
1: is taps the maple, and it and it he uh, creates an extension. an apparatus yeah. that extends where it flows down and gets collected probably in some buckets somewhere. And then turned into different Deep. maple products. Yeah. Uh, by the way, our website for the story is uh, uh, thanks to news.com <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, This so, It's uh, probably your only shout out on any, <laughs> any media outlet ever. There's probably a maple podcast out there. Probably a oh, maple yeah. Twitter account, too. Yeah. And an Instagram. Canada's and got it. <laughs> Canada? <laughs> Wilmot. Wilmot. Let's, let's we'll talk do. about Wilmot retiring and how it's going to affect everyone. Well, <laughs> I've heard that he's the last living person who knows how to do this. It's, a, it's one of those lost art forms like calligraphy. Yeah. Um, where, Not that calligraphy is a lost art form, but it's dwindling. I mean, there's yeah. only a certain number of people who know how to do it really, really well. Yeah. But he's the absolute last of the Mohicans. And the unfortunate thing is he only worked alone. Yes. And, uh, before he retired, he forgot to take on an apprentice. Mm-hmm. So now there are no maple extenders left. And, yeah. uh, so this means the end of maple syrup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard he had a, he had a post-it note on his fridge yeah. For many, many years, uh, to take up an apprentice. It just yeah. said, yeah. And and it, get apprentice on. But because of the amount of maple he was expected to produce in his long career, yeah. it, it, it weighed down on him so much that he just never had time to do it. And one day, Whoa. a stiff wind blew into his home, mm-hmm. and uh, the post-it note, the... Uh, the adhesive had uh, become old and uh, wasn't as sticky as it initially was, Yeah. Well, and it blew off his fridge and right into the trash can. I mean,
0: people don't realize, you know, how much monitoring it takes when you're when you're extracting this maple from these trees. Mm-hmm. You know, like getting all of the all of the syrup out of the trees, it can take up to like three years. Mm-hmm. You know, per to, tree. to per tree, and if he's got a whole, I thought it was
1: per bottle,
0: three years per bottle. Yeah, yeah. I like thought a, it was you're extracting a whole tree; it's three years. Not to no. mention, no. but one tree makes yeah. one. Well, thing. okay. Yeah, one tree makes one. But bottle. then, yeah, but he's got a tree. whole grove of these trees; he's got to look after and, and extract from, and and you know he's doing them at different times, and it's, it's a that, lot of mental work.
1: And yep. maple, the uh, the the sap that comes out of the tree before it becomes maple syrup is extremely uh, poisonous it's yep. uh, actually if it gets on your skin there could be a chemical reaction very similar to being bitten by a brown recluse yeah. spider yeah. except the effects take hold quite a bit faster mm-hmm. so you could have a hole in your arm within minutes if you even touch well, if uh, it gets into your bloodstream, yeah. uh, your blood actually starts turning into maple syrup, and uh, right. it can. I mean, obviously, once that happens, you're yeah. done. There's nothing they can do for Diabetic you. Diabetic shock. I mean, your, your, blood, it sugar, into your yeah. Yeah. blood sugar. in your heart. You'd have 90% blood sugar in your in your veins, and well, you'd, not to mention all your red blood cells would be gone. They're not able to carry the oxygen to your brain. You would just have a sh- the the sugar high apparently is amazing right before the death, yeah, so um, if you want to commit suicide, it's a great way to, to well, do that, that is actually There's the preferred method of the uh, of the extenders mm-hmm. um, when they are finally ready to end their lives they it's a very uh, a very prideful position, and yeah. none of them like being taken uh, before they're ready, but when they are, yeah, they will go ahead and uh, they'll get some of that. Um, Uh, unrefined unrefined maple maple, and they will drop that a heavy dose Mm -hmm. uh, right on the the base of the wrist there yeah so it goes right into the the bloodstream and last um, meal is a nice uh, big old stack of flapjacks (laughs) yeah Um. and then usually the family will will harvest the rest of the maple once uh, once they passed on. Right, they'll hook up an IV and drain the maple blood. Well, I think what um, they actually used to do in the old days is they would just sever the head and hang them upside down mm-hmm. and place a bucket underneath so right. that uh, all of the syrup would would collect yeah. there. Right. And, and a, lot old rag. I mean, yeah. a lot of
0: people, yeah. and th- but this is important information because a lot of people don't know it. You know, you get a lot of one of the things. What is it? Will it? Will? Uh, Wilmot. 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 Yeah. Right.
1: Wilmot Special Reserve is the name of the brand of maple syrup. Yeah. What? And the rare, the Wilmot Special Reserve rare batch is when he finally does decide to pass away. Yeah. And they wring out that maple infused blood. It will only create about two bottles and each bottle will cost somewhere between 5 Five hundred thousand and a million dollars. Yeah. And it, but it, they say it's the greatest tasting maple syrup you can buy. Yeah. It puts everything else to shame. And there, there are people out there willing to pay. Well, there is a worry now because he did not take on a, an apprentice, and he had no relatives mm-hmm. left. Uh, that there's not going to be anyone around to harvest his ah. maple. Um, so right. there's a scramble right now within his estate to uh, try and figure out who's going to be the one who gets to actually do that and then decide where that maple goes and which seller is Mm -hmm. going to get it. Because, as you mentioned, it could go between $500,000 and uh, $1 million for those bottles. Um, But uh, the person who those bottles go to first, uh, they're not obligated to sell them. It's just if they're going to. Um, But right now, as I mentioned, there is no one in place to step in and uh and collect that maple from him when he passes away and then decide what happens next so this is a really really hot topic right now within the maple community and you may be asking you know why even though he's retired he can't just take on an apprentice now yeah but what happens when these guys retire is they'll take a long vacation and not tell anybody where they're they've gone, Mm -hmm. uh, before they come back and decide to pass away. Yeah. So no one knows where Mr. Wilmot has gone. So we can't derive any of the information needed to perpetuate the, uh, process of the, uh, maple extending. Mm -hmm. Um, so if he's listening to this podcast, you know, you, you forgot to take on an apprentice. We need, Either you to do that, come back out of retirement for a brief time to which train has never someone. happened, right? Right. Yeah. Because usually it is. Um, it's kind of these guys like to work right up until the end. Yeah. So they will take this vacation and then come back and pass That's away it. right away as soon as they step back on to the property. Now the hope is that he doesn't do that before mm-hmm. we're able to figure this stuff out because that could be right. uh, totally <coughs> wasted batch of maple, and it would be the last batch ever made, yeah, because he has no uh, apprentice ready to take over, and um, uh, so it's really a bad position for maple consumers and the maple community.
0: Synthetic Mm -hmm. maple from now on.
1: Which is just not going to be the same. Well, um, what what the backup plan could be, and I I don't want to stretch this out too far, but getting into the realm of a little bit of science fiction, a little science fact, if he does come back and perform the ritual on himself before he takes an apprentice, what they could do when they when they somehow harvest that maple blood is to incorporate some kind of stem cell research Yeah. where they can put some of the blood in a Petri dish and kind of synthetically... Replicate it so that they can make endless batches of more of this. I just uh, wonder if that might be going too far. Is that playing God? I, that's because that's a whole different conversation. If we could just reproduce that rare blend right. uh, at will, yeah, that would kind of uh, tarnish the uh, the high profile nature yeah. of, of that blend. It's I just I worry. too much of a good thing. Yeah, kind of. situation. But I'm sure over
0: time, you know, the the more you know, the more batches they make of it, it's going to lose its luster over time. Right. The benefit, yeah. though, the benefit it's is the that... The copy of
1: a copy is never as good right. as the original. The, the
0: benefit, however, is that we will, will be able to sustain decent maple syrup for right. a long amount of time because yeah. that rare batch is so exquisite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever we're able to synthesize from it is is going to be very good. It's going it to be a good be batch good. of maple syrup. It won't be
1: million-dollar
0: good, but... Yeah. We possibly. will have to
1: turn a blind eye to the fact that uh, it is not um, coming to us the natural way, nature's right. way, yeah. and not the way that the uh, extenders intended us, or the way the good Lord just, intended us. Just try mm, to yeah. just try
0: to enjoy your pancakes. Yeah, try not to think about it
1: and conserve what maple syrup there is left, because yeah. we don't know. We're it's a guessing game. It. It's a right now as things stand. That's it. There is no more. There will be no more. So once it, once it runs out, that's it. So if you've got your maple, uh, I, I would d- save I it. To either that or I go to the grocery store and stock up. Oh yeah, stock Biles. up All because this news hasn't this I news hasn't buying. gone mainstream yet. Right, we're breaking this to you before any other the, news outlet. The four to five. Besides that the maple small news, <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah, we're going to be on top of it. So get yeah. out there and get your maple and. Uh, Mr. Wilmot, if you Oswald hear this, Wilmot. Oswald, if you hear this, I just urge you to please come back, take on an apprentice, uh, do the right thing. And we uh, we're a group of young men. I mean, we even though we're in a band and we're playing a show tonight, yeah. Um, any any one of us would be willing to take take on that task. And the rest of us will definitely support that individual, whoever it is that you choose, uh, to be the next Maple Puller. So, (laughs) so uh, it would be a sacrifice that we'd be willing to make. Just uh, enjoy your vacation, though. Yep. Wherever you are, and come back rested and uh, and ready to get back to work. Yeah. And then die. (laughs) So now it's time for comics corner.
0: (laughs) <laughs> Bender, you were just reading some comics earlier I was just reading some comics I was trying to catch up on something to be able to talk about And then I grabbed the wrong issues <coughs> Well, one wrong issue, but that's no, fine uh, I just wanted to highlight briefly today Because we have to get ready for our show I um, wanted to highlight a comic called Southern Cross It's an image comic Which, if I sort of run Comics Corner gonna be a lot of image comics sorry you superhero fans out there (laughs) but uh southern cross is written by uh becky clunan who is also an artist she she's illustrated um some of gerard way's comic books of my Chemical romance uh but it's basically a uh space sort of odyssey where this uh this girl alex boards a spaceship from Earth that's headed for uh, Jupiter's moon of Titan uh, there's like a mine like a work, work site on Titan and her sister uh, has apparently died on Titan and she's going to recover the body uh, but along the way she comes to find that maybe her sister didn't just die in an accident and uh, there's uh, some, some funny other uh, passengers that she's crossing paths with that she believes are holding secrets from her, one of which being that uh, a man on the previous trip killed himself in her room that she's staying in, and now she saw a ghostly figure. Now people aren't really saying much to her. She's kind of the outcast on the ship because she's not going to work. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, it's everyone on the ship is going to Titan to work and uh, she is not, she's just along for the ride. So it's, uh, it's pretty cool, it's only five issues in right now, which means if you wanted to read it, you'd probably find it. Um, when, when the sixth issue comes out though, that will mean that Image will release its first trade paperback, which will be a collection of all six issues. So if you wanna wait for that, that'd be cool too because Image trade paperbacks, the first one is always 10 bucks. Oh, there you go. And it's a nice space mystery. It's a nice little space. Yeah, if you like movies, uh, there's a little bit of horror involved, not too too much. But I think if you like movies like Sunshine or uh, great movie uh, Event Horizon, little tiny bit, you know, kind of that got that big giant ship atmosphere yeah. to it. Uh, definitely check out Southern Cross. Southern Cross. All right,
1: cool. How about video games? Anything going on video games wise? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I- Maybe not, definitely has to do with video games, but Ivy and I, well, Ivy herself just ordered a brand new 4K, um, 60 frames per second television, and um, we've been, I've been playing video games on it, and because of the frame rate, and because, yeah, they run in 60 FPS, it's definitely a... adjustment yeah. to try to, it it gives everything this kind of, because it's so smooth, there's no motion blur, Mm -hmm. and for some reason, to suspend your disbelief is a little more difficult with 60 frames per second, not, it's hard to say, because with video games, of course, you know you're playing a video game, and to get immersed, it takes a really good video game. But I've noticed, especially with movies, that the suspension of disbelief is is even harder. Because it just looks, it's so perfect that it literally looks like you're watching these people act. Yeah. And it's very hard to draw yourself into that story when it's so clear that these people are standing right in front of you. And there's no dreamy kind of cinematic feel to any of it yeah it's just human beings just like you standing there and saying dialogue and it's i don't know i don't know how long i've been looking up you know how long does it take to get (laughs) used to 60 (laughs) fps because i'm like i i don't know man i watched uh we watched the first episode of master of none um on netflix and it's one of the few things that's streaming in 4k and man, the picture! Oh shit, it's wild, dude. It's absolutely wild. But at the same time, it's like there's no. I'm watching a show. It's like you're sitting in the room, maybe behind the camera, watching the actors. So I remember having a reaction um, slightly like that when I got my first HD TV. Like yeah. A, well, your your TV has that kind of. I don't know if it's 60 FPS, but it's a higher frame rate than what my Sony was. Yeah. And I always have trouble watching movies over here a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not a ton, but... I don't notice it anymore, but when I first got the TV, yeah. I remember uh, having that kind of looking through a window Yeah. type of uh, feel going on. And, and they also call it the soap opera effect. Yeah. Because soap operas are shot in higher frame rates than movies. Mm-hmm. Movies are typically shot at 24. Mm-hmm. Which is the low, like very low, when you consider it against sixty. Yeah. Which is why people bitched about the Hobbit movies being in forty-eight. Yeah. Because it's somewhere between twenty-four and sixty, so you get a faster frame rate. I mean, and it was making people nauseous and stuff. Like it, it's an adjustment for sure. I don't, I don't know how long it's gonna take me, but I'm gonna stick with it and try my best. Well, don't throw it away. No, no, it's <laughs> <laughs> playing Fallout and. And not having it dip at all, like just pure 60 frames per second is really interesting. How's Battlefront? Battlefront, I noticed it a lot less. Really? For whatever reason. Fast paced gameplay lends itself to that, to needing to be 60 frames per second. So you don't, you're so kind of jacked up on the adrenaline factor that you, you want it to be that quick. Right. Where in Fallout, if you're sneaking around. Going to, It's a much slower-paced game a lot of the times, depending on the way you play. And looking around, even the menu, like the load screens, when the things are kind of... You can twirl around whatever item is on there. In 60 FPS, it's really disorienting at first. <laughs> but it's cool. Like, I... And I've read forums where people argue about it. You know, they should go back to 30 or, you know, 60 is the best. You just got to stick with it. And, yeah. Um, you know, so it, it's definitely a, a dividing line for sure. And um, But I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to give it stick a shot. Stick with please. it, yeah I wanted to mention real quick on video games the disgusting, dispi- <laughs> <laughs> despicable, <sighs> lack of respect, <laughs> Is that Konami What's-Her-Name show? When <laughs> they didn't let Hideo Kojima uh, appear at the Video Game Awards on behalf Fuck of Metal it. Gear. Fuck didn't Konami. they fire him? Um,
0: they fired him from Silent Hill, didn't they? Or well, that's that, that's that was a different... That's kind of a different thing, but they, they, they've had all this beef with him, mm-hmm. and they got rid of him. And then he won an award at the Video Game Awards for mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid Five, and yeah. Konami filed something or whatever yeah. that banned him from appearing at the Video Game so Awards. So he couldn't even show up. He and couldn't even show it. up to. They mentioned it
1: on the air, like the the, the host, announcer, the host, yeah, yeah. Jeff Keeley um, like <laughs> stopped and addressed the situation. It was the like, whole like crowd, Konami won't let the <laughs> the whole, whole crowd
0: booed when he said Konami.
1: Yeah. Wow. Like.
0: Konami would not allow Hideo Kojima to appear tonight on behalf of Metal Gear 5. Yeah. And everyone booed. And then he was like, Hideo, we're thinking about you. Like, we miss you, you know. It was... That's sad, man. Yeah. Yeah, that is just... Really, really When shady. money gets
1: in the way of, of shit like that, or yeah. whatever
0: beef they have, I'm sure it's about money and some capacity. I know capacity, a, lot of, a lot of uh, my coworkers at GameStop wouldn't buy metal gear solid when it came out they they canceled their pre-orders because of how the company was treating Hideo yeah and a lot of a lot of them were like yes I want to play it but I'm not <coughs> going to I'm going to wait until it's much cheaper because I'm not going to give Konami yeah you know the full the money full <laughs> money or whatever yeah right
1: I understand that. We had that. We had that reaction with Xbox One with how yeah. they were treating people. Yeah, you know how that. The guy's gone now, but they're yeah. they're former head of he whatever. works at Zynga now. I think <laughs> 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 fucking asshole. <laughs> but I remember. I just distinctly remember when somebody was like. You know, why can't you play offline? And he was like, we already have an offline console. It's called the Xbox 360. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, you are a fucking asshole, dude. Well, to make it worse, they're asking about that because of people who are in the military. Yeah. Like, you know, (laughs) without access to the internet in certain places. Well, well, we have a system for them. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) we have a system for those assholes. (laughs) Keep playing your 360. You don't get the up-to-date graphics and the 60 frames per second, you fucking cunts. Or the new games. Yeah, with new (laughs) games, right. Because we all know they're eventually going to stop releasing games for 360 and PS3. It's slowing
0: down much faster than it did from PS2 to PS3 and Xbox to 360. They made
1: PS2 games forever. Up until like 2013. Seriously, Yeah. yeah. I remember working at Target and... You know, several years after the PS3 came out, people still buying stuff. Well, on the PS3. sports games were really what were the thing that you yeah. know kind of kept that market alive. Mm-hmm. You'd have people coming by FIFA. All you
0: got coming out on 360 now is triple-A titles. Yeah, sports games and your your shooters. That's, yeah, that's
1: it. Yeah. Well, fuck it. It's a ten-year-old console. You know get over it. Time's kind My, of gone. One last thing with video games. Now that I have a 4K TV, it's kind of bumming me out that the current gen consoles may never be able to run at 4K. And that's yeah. one thing. When they first came out, all the people were saying this shit's already out of date before it even hits the market. Because, well, there might be some sort of add-on yeah, um, or component that they... Put out later. They will need that because the PC Master Race is already playing Battlefront in 4K yeah. and it makes me fucking hate those <laughs> bastards because I have. if you ever see screenshots of that game in 4K resolution you will just shit your fucking pants. It's outrageous. Didn't you uh, say you wanted to talk about something in movies? Yes. Batman v Superman trailer number two. I because, give it a thumbs up. Oh man, that's what I was afraid of. <laughs> Uh, I I feel like I'm the only person. Uh, no, to I will talk say to yet.
0: I again. Like I was saying earlier, I loved the the Man of Steel trailer, and yeah. then you know, I haven't seen the movie, but it's because all I've ever heard is bad things about it.
1: Yeah. Now I still think you should see it and give it a yeah, shot. Just I, yeah. Just because. So
0: so my my opinion is. Is a little scary. For the record,
1: I hate Man of Steel. I thought it was fucking terrible. Yeah, I'm with me you. too. <laughs> I'm with I, Bob I'm Nick and I and were together. I, yeah. Okay. We walked out of that theater just. We were with Kyle, yeah. one of our close friends, um, and we just turned to each We turned to each other during the movie several yeah. times, and we were very polite. We didn't say anything out loud, but it was. It was like a slow turn with a very disappointed, confused look a lot of the time, like we're just waiting for things to get better and throughout it, the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then the credits roll and nothing good has happened. It's been a shit fest. Yeah. I mean, there's been a few intriguing scenes, but because of the way it's just sloppily edited and just lazily plotted, dragons. Oh god. <laughs> Ugh. You gotta watch the honest trailer for it. Yeah. It'll sum up the movie perfectly. It's
0: but, you know, welcome I, to
1: Krypton, a planet filled with avatar
0: birds. <laughs> yeah. but, you know, I, I, uh, I will say that the tr- the second trailer for Dawn of Justice did excite me. As I mentioned earlier today, I'm really excited for Ben Affleck's Batman. Um, I'm actually excited for Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. I thought I think he. Based on the trailer, he brings, he's. It seems like he's bringing a little fun, sort of quirky edge to it. Yeah, maybe Luther a little life. And, yeah, like Luther in the comics and in the cartoons is just mm-hmm. very direct and robotic. Yeah, you know. So I, I think that looks cool. You know, my, I like I said, I just remain a little skeptical because of how good the trailer looks versus mm. the success of previous DC movies excluding the nolan trilogy i'm gonna say that
1: this is possibly one of the worst movie trailers i've ever seen here's why okay number one they gave away the entire plot of the movie what's wrong with it is it's like a three minute version of a full-length feature film you have the beginning when they meet that's going to occupy about 45 minutes of the movie where they're dancing around talking about each other and then they finally come to the meet. So we've seen the meeting now. It's in the trailer. So we don't there's no anticipation for the meeting. It shows them fighting. Mm-hmm. We know we knew they were going to fight. The movie's called Batman v Superman. The premise is that they're going to fight. We've seen them fight. Now, <laughs> We see them on the same side already. In the fucking trailer! Listen to me, guys! It's... Well, then, you know that's gonna happen because of the dawn of justice. Yeah, it's but... It's in the title. You know they're going to end up together. What the fuck is the purpose of the fight if we know they're just gonna fucking team up anyway? I was a little
0: bummed and then, that they, th- they threw Doomsday in there.
1: You... I <laughs> haven't even gotten to that, but... <laughs> okay... We've already covered the fight. Neither of them dies. There's no stakes to the fight at all. So the fight is just a big action don't give a shit fest. Which is, it's set pieces and things getting blown up and shit. We all know that Lex, we now know, we knew that Lex Luthor was going to be pulling the strings of all of it. Pitting Batman and Superman against each other. In the trailer, we know that they fight, and then they somehow realize that something's fucked up and they need to team up. Then Wonder Woman comes in, just gets shoehorned into the fucking movie for no reason at all. And Doomsday shows up, a character with completely different origins in the comics that is able to kill Superman by himself just because we wanted to fit these extra characters in, they needed an overpowered villain to fight against. Couldn't we have waited to see the movie to know that Doomsday was in it, by the way? That's, that's, that's my third thought. biggest problem. Yeah. Is You yeah, rele- been...
0: you revealed the fucking money shot.
1: Well, that that's like been... showing a yeah. cum
0: shot in the preview of the, the porno. Only, the <laughs> only thing they didn't show in the trailer was Aquaman. Yeah. what What... What point is there to see the movie other than to jack
1: off? I mean, there's no purpose. It doesn't... We we know what's going to happen. We have every fucking idea of what's going to happen I feel now. like you knew what was going to happen already. Yeah, but you can suspend that until you actually see the movie and go, Oh shit, they really did do it! Now we just fucking know going in, doomsday... Batman and Superman talk to each other. They meet, they fight... They decide to team up, Wonder Woman shows up, and they all have to fight Doomsday at the end for the last 25 minutes. It'll it'll look like they're going to lose, and then they'll win and form the Justice League. Don't see the fucking movie, because that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> because the trailer fucking told us already. <laughs> fuck that trailer. Fuck trailers that give away too much, because Star Wars is fucking doing it right. What the fuck is Star Wars about? No, no <laughs> one fucking knows, and that's the way it should be. This trailer gives away too goddamn much, And it sucks. So that's my fucking rant about it. It pissed me (laughs) off because I hated Man of Steel, okay? One of the worst movies I've seen in a very, very long time. I I can't remember the last time I walked out of the theater that disappointed. Having such high hopes, Goyer's name is on there. He helped write some of the best of the Batman-Nolan trilogy. Nolan's on there producing Shitfest. Did you... you get this overblown they might as well call it Spider-Man 3 I wanna just call it that cause that's what it's gonna be it's gonna be too much shit going on not enough time to develop everything rush to the Justice League to catch up with Marvel fuck you well that all remains to be seen
0: (laughs) <laughs> On the flip side, though, have you guys seen the Civil War trailer? I've yes. not
1: because I haven't seen Age of Ultron yet, so I don't uh, want to fuck up my track. Uh, yeah,
0: the Civil War trailer is looks excellent. good. Yeah, okay. There's, I don't want to spoil it for you. Yeah, <laughs> don't spoil well, it. Well, okay, I, but you know what Civil War is about. I've
1: read Civil War. Okay, so yes. just
0: then, no spoilers then. But the trailer, at some maybe point spoilers the, for listeners. Yeah, though. so. It's if really you haven't dramatic. read
1: Civil War th- and you want a clean the slate... The point is,
0: there's a fantastic little taste of the Captain America Iron Man head-to-head fight. Yeah. And, oh man, is it, like, boner Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And that's two slightly more evenly matched characters. I I, I just can't... I can't fucking believe what DC's doing with Batman v Superman. I, Not to backtrack, yeah. I just... I don't want to be... I would love to... I'm still going to see the movie, Nick. Yeah, I, I figured And I'd would. love to be pleasantly surprised by it being good. Seriously. Well, maybe you'll so, get swerved. Maybe I will. Maybe they... Maybe it's not even Doomsday. But, you know, I'm willing to accept Doomsday's look and everything. I Because I'm not that tied to the comics, you know? A lot of people are bitching that he doesn't have that... Bony armored yeah. look that he's yeah. supposed to have That he looks like a Lord of the Rings troll Which he fucking does Let's yeah. be honest But you can still make a good movie with that I just if thought it, the trailer gave away too much And I fucking hate Don't you hate when trailers give away the plot? Well yeah If it, if, uh, if it is in fact Doomsday That would have been cool to save I think for oh, yeah. watching the movie But uh, I don't think that that makes the movie look bad Maybe they fucked up with the trailer's composition, yeah. but I don't think that the parts of the movie that I saw in the trailer looked like it was going to be a bad movie. Yeah. I thought that the exchange with Bruce and, and Clark was cool, and I think Affleck is going to fucking knock it out of the park as yeah. Bruce Wayne is um, I, Batman. I'm I think he, I think I'd be more excited about a Batman standalone with Affleck. Yeah, that's kind of what right. I'm, I'm really looking Hoping. forward to yeah. is, is getting... Through this movie, yeah, having it be decent, and then yeah. getting a standalone Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne Batman movie. Yes, yes, for sure. And that, I'm willing to accept that. Just keep Zack Snyder away from it, and give some creative control to Affleck, because I yeah. think he's got a great movie-making head on his shoulders. And he loves the character. Right. So, so you know he'd want to do it justice. I, <laughs> I don't think that uh, Affleck as Batman is going to be like Affleck as Daredevil. I think it'll be yeah. much better this time around. He, so he's already won me over with Batfleck. You know, I, I'm on board with Bat Batfleck. For yeah. the record, I just think this movie is going to be. It's sort of like if Marvel would have stepped between a standalone. Superhero movie and the Avengers and yeah. tried to rush it and said, "Here's a like a pre warm up for Avengers where it's kind of Avengers but not all of them are there yet." You know, it's it's just kind of an awkward step and trailer gave away too much. I, I'm I'm bummed out by it. I wish I would have never seen that trailer and gone into the movie and seen the Doomsday reveal. Or whoever that villain is. Yeah. Um, but now I feel like the movie's just spoiled for me. They should put a fucking spoiler warning on that goddamn trailer. Sounds like they also need a trigger warning on it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I I watched a bunch of reactions, and the only one I saw that was positive was from like a total fanboy, you know, jizzing his pants just because yeah. Superman's glasses look right, uh-huh. and Batman looks a certain way, like his suit looks like Frank Miller, and all that shit is great, but come on you know there's they're insulting our intelligence by putting too many details in the trailer and Star Wars I'm glad that they didn't give anything away and I'm sure JJ J. Abrams is laughing about it right now Probably how much so. they how many fucking details that goddamn Batman v Superman gave away in that one fucking three-minute trailer (laughs) real quick uh, before we have to go I want to hit wrestling did you watch NXT this week um I watched I did watch the newest one I didn't watch the Joe versus um, Tommaso Ciampa yeah I didn't didn't see that match I'm gonna watch it though god damn that is one of the best NXT matches I've seen. Wow. It is fucking stiff. <laughs> okay. It is It is intense. So yeah. uh, that's what I wanted to see from Samoa Joe. And mm-hmm. I feel like that match was what people have been waiting for from yeah. him. I, I feel like if they run with that and just turn him complete monster, yeah. you know... Uh, and it's not like it's a non-competitive match. It's just they are both beating the shit out of each other, and you don't see that in the WWE product very often. Right. So, yeah, I thought the uh, Vaude Villains versus uh, Jordan and Gable was yeah very, a very good tag team match. Did you well. see the video of Gable um, uh, during his collegiate days where he uh-uh. fucking just deadlift German suplexes? This guy. <laughs> no. Oh man, it's so awesome. <laughs> Um, it's from a, a legitimate um, uh, Greco-Roman match that he had, mm-hmm. and, you know, um, he's just got the guy locked up from behind. He picks him up and holds him for, like, a couple seconds, and then, like, <laughs> kind of readjusts him, yeah. and then just dead weight, German suplex, straight back. Jesus, yeah. It's awesome. He's one of those guys where you could, he can probably squat 225, like, a hundred times. Yeah. Like, he's just a brick shit house. Yeah. In a small package, a little smaller than Kurt Angle, but mm-hmm. s- super high energy, super strong. Jason Jordan, same thing. Yeah. My fav- current favorite tag team. And Dash and Dawson are definitely growing on me a They're lot. They're great, yeah. yeah. Um, definitely seeing that Arn Anderson, Ole oh, Anderson yeah. shit going on. yeah. They need to bring out some spine busters for sure. In hilarious Roman Reigns news, did you hear about uh, <laughs> the uh, SmackDown main event? I did not. In the SmackDown main <laughs> event, Roman Reigns defeated in a handicap match um, Wade Barrett, <laughs> Sheamus. Who's uh, the world title holder? Yeah, Rusev. <laughs> Hold on, your pause, So I'd imagine there's another person. Yeah. So what did I say? Barrett, <laughs> Barrett Seamus, Seamus Rusev, Rusev, and uh, who's the fourth? Why can't I think of the fourth right now? Uh, Don't say Kevin Owens. Uh, no, not Owens. Um, Fuck. What are they called? Because they they've there's got like two sta- guys. They've got a stable name. Well, the the four have a stable name now, and I'm drawing a blank as to who the fourth man is. Uh, the Wyatt? No, no. Um, is it the... I mean, like, the, oh, it's Del Rio. Del, it's Rio. Del Rio? Yeah. Okay. The four of them, I believe, are... Uh, they're in a stable now. Are all kind of like the foreign bad guys, the Mex Americans. <laughs> no, I think they're <laughs> Did dropping. Did they ditch that, that Mex American bullshit? I think without any acknowledgement, they just stopped <laughs> doing it, <laughs> which kind of pisses me off. I thought the idea was shit, but I hate when they just act like angles didn't happen. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I would uh, enjoy <laughs> some sort of wrap up to yeah. some shitty idea that you start. Yeah, else. even if it's a quick wrap-up, yeah. you got to acknowledge it. It could have been like a five-minute segment. Yeah. Then again, maybe they did wrap it up on like main event, and I just <laughs> didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, we're also watching the condensed version of Raw yeah. on Hulu, so we're probably missing a lot of the yeah, the promos and shit that they deem unnecessary for the Hulu broadcast. Yeah. So. That could be, yeah. so. Well, no more Max America. Uh rest in peace, <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> I do hope that they bring uh, Swagger back and do something with him. Yeah. Because I feel like he could be decent, I feel like he'd be a decent heel if they yeah. give him an interesting story. Anyway, that's uh, about all the time we have because we have to go to a show here. So. Yeah. We got to go to Billy what what's his name <laughs> show. <Shrugle. laughs> <laughs> We're off to Hank's Pub. Yeah. Over in Kettering, Ohio. We've played here before, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. With, uh, last we last with Vice on, on Victory, victory. Mm-hmm. and someone else, didn't I, we? Who we beat for Warped Yeah, we. Well, they're not around anymore. <laughs> no, is, but we still beat them. Rest in peace, Vice on Victory. And rest in peace, <laughs> peace Mex America. <laughs> 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 See you later. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.